Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Greetings, weary travelers. Come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages. I'm your host, Lotus of Doom, and we kind of have like a... I don't know, we, we've got a little bit of a gap from the last episode with Hack, but um, we... I don't know. Thought this was a little more worth holding out, so you didn't get one in the normal cadence that we try to hit. A uh, little bit of a delay because... Welcoming back to the show, we have eight puppies here. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Good. And the reason we've got eight here with us is because, as most of you probably know, QuickCon just happened last week. Uh, and eight was not only there, but probably my favorite part of the thing, because I love the idea of this from your own channel originally, you were on the stream with Finn, basically doing color commentary for a trials competition um, with Sanity's Edge. And you've kind of done that before. I've watched some of these. Uh, I actually watched your TikTok Tormentor one that you had done on your channel and stuff like that. Um, but you were at the event. So since neither Ark or I were at QuakeCon, I figured who better than to have um, actually, you're now on the stream team since last year on the show as well. <laughs> so lots of big moves for you. And um, yeah, you're going to be our basically uh, eyes on the field in this situation, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess kicking stuff off, how did you uh, how'd you like the whole thing? Have you ever been to QuakeCon or anything like that? Like, uh, what was the experience like? It looked like really fun from all the photos and stuff. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I've uh, never been. It was my first one, um, and it was really, really cool. Uh, I got to see a little bit of the behind-the-scenes setup when we got there on mm -hmm. Wednesday, and we're doing our tech rehearsal and all that, and then there was this moment on Thursday when the event, I guess, technically started uh, where people had brought their PCs in. They were sitting down at their tables, and then all of a sudden, like, the lights turned off, and it was just all the PC monitors lighting up the room, and I guess that's that's the whole event. Um, yeah. So it was, it was really cool. It was really unique. Um, and I'm definitely going to be there next year one way or another. <laughs> nice, nice. I um, So 
it's kind of funny. Like I've actually always wanted to go to QuakeCon. I'm actually like a big fan of Quake, the series itself. So oh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And and then it just kind of, I mean, they still call it QuakeCon, but it's essentially like BethesdaCon because it's just all their stuff jammed together <laughs> now. Like yeah. uh, QuakeCon's just catchier, I think, than BethesdaCon. Um, what do you call it? But um, yeah, the last two years we've done a game show thing on behalf of Lorecast, but it's because it was digital. Like, because the last two mm-hmm. years, obviously, with everything, like, they didn't have in person. This is the first one they've had in a while. Um, so we were more involved with it, whereas, like, yeah, Tom or I couldn't afford yet another trip this year as um, yeah. <laughs> between Vegas and PAX East oh, yeah. and all the And then the <laughs> San Francisco, th- it's like, okay, literally unfathomable to go on like another trip like <laughs> also i don't fly well so like feet on ground for a while is definitely good for me um oh, yeah. but yeah one year i really want to go to QuakeCon because it, it seems really fun but um so the thing uh, you know specifically related to eldest girls online um was the big a trial competition off, which they've actually sort of done and started a little while back between North America and uh, Europe for the servers. But how did they read, like, did they reach out to you to color commentate this with Finn? I mean, Finn obviously makes sense with being the leading counter designer, you know, kind of connects with this stuff his team specifically goes on. But, um, in general, this was almost like a perfect hybrid of something they had kind of started with and something you were doing on your own channel. So, like, I assume it was Gina. She usually spearheads these projects. Yeah. So I'm going I'm to go <laughs> on a limit guess that was her. A good guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, how did all of this come about? This was actually a pretty creative and different thing than you, you've kind of seen from ESO overall. Yeah, it was something that uh, I had had the chance obviously to like meet with a bunch of these guys and chat in Vegas specifically with Gina. Mm -hmm. Um, and we talked about a lot of different things because I don't shut up when I'm drunk. But one of the (laughs) things that we had talked about was, uh, some of the esports stuff that we've been doing. And I had actually been, uh, talking to Gina before, um, just before I met her in Vegas, uh, on Twitter, I brought this up and just like kind of shot my shot and was like, Hey, we're doing this really cool thing. Uh, would you be able to buy chance? Like, offer any incentives or rewards for the winners and she was able to give us a bunch of torch bugs for uh, a winner a while back and i got to meet her in vegas and chat with her a little bit about it and what we're doing and uh one of the things that she had mentioned i guess in my email where i was uh i guess accepted into the stream team program was that uh she really enjoyed a lot of those i guess trial competitions that we were doing and such so this is something that i had tried a little bit to put on the radar but was Obviously, completely her initiative to get going into QuakeCon. She had reached out for it and said, hey, I have this really cool idea. Um, since it's QuakeCon, and especially since this tends to be a place for a lot of sweaty gamers and stuff, <laughs> yeah. maybe it would be really cool to do something like this. Would you be free to do it? And I was like, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> right. Um, no, that's actually, that's really cool because, like I had alluded to, like, you can kind of elaborate as need be, but on your own channel, you kind of had started to do this as well. Um, I specifically remember having, I just happened to be around while you were running it, but I got to see like a couple hours of the one you did where it was a, like a, a TikTok tormentor rush type of deal. And it was, people who were like pushing for the high score and granted you didn't need to get TikTok tormentor to get a score, but like mm-hmm. you're not going to really probably post the highest score unless you get 
the trifecta right. like that kind of just coincides more than it's a requirement but i remember watching it and being really amused by it because um you you know you're just kind of filling in what was happening along the way um i think it might have been you and defy that were running that one yeah commentary wise and got a uh, lot of them yeah and you would it's funny the one you had reached out to me for because it was super short notice if i want to come on and watch with <laughs> yeah. you and i was like <laughs> i saw it literally after the stream and started i was like no <laughs> it's like that sounds like so much fun um but i i like that because again i'm a, a pretty big sports fan outside that so like the weird crossover to another hobby i like where there's a level of competition and something that's mm-hmm sort of competitive sort of not when you when you think about it because there's definitely a competition element and you're trying to do better in a lot of the stuff but then there's also the casual element of story and stuff like that and fishing or whatever um but this is kind of a it's expanding upon just like a group progression as a team to a group progression as a team but against another team which is another thing i mean nephis has always been kind of hoping that there was more into the score pushing and back with his project vitality. The idea was Mm -hmm. to maybe get interest in that, which unfortunately uh, with update 35 kind of met its end, Uh, which is a shame because that project I thought was really (laughs) promising and had a lot of, um, a lot of initial push behind it, which was good, but you know, things change obviously and you kind of adjust. I like the fact that yours has kind of just been like a, a, I don't know, a degree of sweaty competition, but also like in a, in a bit of a different take rather than leaderboard scores, like actual scripted events, like, you know, you would have in a first person shooter. I used to do low level, like battlegrounds. I think it's called like MLG now or whatever, but like with call of duty and unreal and stuff like that. And I always thought that was super fun. So having that relate to a game like elder scrolls online is something I actually didn't really expect to see, but I, I really enjoyed it, and it seemed like there was a decent amount of interest during the actual competition this year. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind. Of, I'm kind of hoping that maybe they see that, or people are interested enough that it pushes it forward. Um, oh yeah, it's definitely been. It, it was really cool to see. I mean, like when we had got done doing the event, mm-hmm. um, I felt like that it went well, and I was like, oh yeah, that was cool, that was awesome, but uh, I don't think I really had realized how well received it was until after everybody was talking on for the next couple of days about how good it was and <laughs> how well it went um which was really cool because kind of like you said the the whole problem with endgame and growing endgame is you know you get into a progression group you do your clears and then your hard modes and then your trifectas and then like maybe some people decide to go do score pushing if they're still not sick of the content by then for some reason but <laughs> right. there hasn't ever really been this real like progression or reason to keep going afterwards, you know, like even uh, a lot of the guys on Genesis who were competing, um, they had pretty much stopped running to my knowledge up until that event. Cause they were like, well, like we have pretty much all the records. We got mind mender. Like, what do we do now? I guess I'll see you guys next year. Um, <laughs> right. But it would be, we've been talking about it for forever. Like skinny specifically with the reward system is what he's been wanting to see. Sure. Incentivize more towards people continuing on. But, um, with how well this event went, I would be remarkably surprised if this was the last time anything like this happened. Um, and it could be a really cool uh, opportunity to, you know, see people have somewhere to go next in Endgame. 
Yeah, well, especially on the idea that the previous one that they did um, was, I think it was a Quake. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was at the previous QuakeCon where it was. Um, they had the one where they were giving away like that noble chair or whatever mm-hmm. it was, and I remember, you know, um, and it was for. I don't remember which dungeon that was. it might have been. Black. Cart no Black Drake Villa. It might have been Black Drake Villa because I remember all of the uh, the situation around like Olibo's team. What? Well, not that it was his team, but it, like Olibo was like the most well known, I guess, like just outwardly against Nephis, and and you know it it was super entertaining just watching that because again, I, I I know both of them, so it was kind of like oh this <laughs> is this is fun to watch them, and it was like the speed at which they did that place was just like unreal. Um, mm-hmm. But it was also, you know, it was funny because, uh, you know, EU ended up winning. Um, and I, I remember Oli Bo got his chair and he was all like smug about it. And uh, <laughs> it, it was just it was really funny because, you know, the whole event was is just really kind of fun to watch because it adds that like, I don't know, televised, quote unquote, element to it, which we haven't really seen. I mean, even from ESO the player count doesn't match the viewer count when you look at something like Twitch anyways. Um, So many people play the game, but it just doesn't have a lot of watch appeal, I guess, to a lot of people, or it just hasn't... Not that there isn't a decent amount, but it's just like by comparison to similar style games, the numbers are just like totally different. Um, When we know there's like a ton of players there, but it's like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction that actually like watch it. Um, And since people play the game for such drastically different reasons where it's like, oh, I like the story. I like, you know, just running stuff with my friends. I like the competitive aspect. You can get an entirely different group that watches your streams where you're like progressing like trifectas. Mm-hmm. compared to somebody like Maddie gone for example who's been on the show a bunch of times where he's juggling and goofing around and it's super fun right. and casual type of thing both the same game but wildly different interest levels in what people are doing um and it's not that there can't be crossover there but it just seems like it's been a harder thing to bridge the gap toward the hey, I would like to actually either be involved with or watch other people be involved with really challenging stuff by comparison. Um, So them kind of nudging toward that is, I don't know, I think pretty cool to see, especially if they keep going with it because now they've done it a couple times. Um, They also shout out like the world first teams now, which I find kind of cool on like Twitter. I've Mm -hmm. noticed they've started to do that. So it seems like there's at least some more acknowledgement of that side of the community where for a long time it wasn't. And it gets the whole stigma of like, you know, there's plenty of, again, there's plenty of people who are super toxic, but that's in all portions of stuff. Like it is not. Sure. And, and, you know, unfortunately, once people tend to get very focused on challenge stuff, it definitely gets the stigma of, you know, okay, well, they're all just elitist douchebags and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And, and to again, it's all about finding your group that matches your style. Right. Like, that's that's totally a thing. Like, I don't get along with the way everybody runs trifecta stuff, but that doesn't mean your way is less valid than mine. Like, if we both got it, right. well, it both worked. Like, we don't have to, we just might have different methods of doing it. It's fine. Um, yeah. And, you know, when you get really involved with that stuff for as long as some people do, I think that's kind of when 
No, people uh, people come into my stream, especially at the wrong time. They oh, can yeah. easily say, oh, hey, puppies is toxic. That guy's an asshole, dude. Fuck yeah. that. Or, sorry, like, forget no, that No, no, we, we can but, fucking swear. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> it's like, but, no, you know, like, once I took over, people... they had to throw out the family-friendly thing. I, I slip up too much. Um. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, a lot of people forget, you know, that when you get into these situations, uh, the, the goal for, like, my teams isn't just the trifecta, right? It's not to... Um, spend as much time in this content as we need to to get it and to get it together and to yep. do X, Y, and Z. It's like, ultimately, the goal is score pushing. If we're going to do that, I right. don't want to spend more than two or three months in a trifecta scenario. Sure. Right? So when people aren't pulling their weight or doing what they need to do, then sometimes things need to be addressed. And if it happens enough, sometimes it's addressed a little aggressively. <laughs> sure. You know? And uh, honestly, to your point with that, which is something I actually kind of think it'd be interesting to like talk about so in your streams like I, I i tend to chill in your stream a decent amount just i i you tend to stream when i'm actually doing one of my progs so like i have your stream with everybody progging while i'm doing something else because i can't multitask <laughs> enough to like stream my own progs i say all the time it's like what you get is basically launch night on things when we do the dungeons blind uh, that's the quality that you're going to get out of me if I try to stream and do a prog at the same time because I can't multitask well enough. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be throwing so many trifectas. My team's going to just throw me in the trash. Like, I just can't, <laughs> I don't have that type of skill. So I'm like, um, but I don't mind like kind of having something up on the side. So I tend to like yours because it's a similar style to what we're doing type of deal. Mm -hmm. um, and to your point, sometimes people come in, they come in at the wrong time and like you guys are like having a vigorous debate about something or something is not going so well or whatever, or you do get frustrated by something because, you know, it sucks if you, you know, I'll get into it at the later portion with the tails, but it's like, sometimes you'll be like right on the cusp of something and it's like, it just, something goes wrong. It doesn't work. And you, you're right back to square one for the next run. Like mm -hmm. the run gets botched. That is frustrating. It's, it can still be fun, but it's frustrating. Right. Um, totally. And, and the thing is, and it, it's apparent in a lot of your streams. The way you encourage groups is different depending on group. Mm -hmm. Some people respond better to, okay, yeah, you know, I'm not going to berate you type of thing, like, because that's right. going to make you feel like shit. And then you're going to get stressed out and you're not going to perform. Some people actually respond better to that. Like, some people really just give me a quick overview and I'll get on with it. Other people, you know, really want it. The thing I always would say from trifecta groups that I don't run, um, because the people I would run with for like, you know, my trials trifectas prior to, uh, my first Griffin heart team, my first immortal redeemer team or whatever, they were spectacular players. And I would just be like, when I screw something up, tell me exactly what I screwed up. Like, don't, you don't need to be like, okay, well, next time you tell me, okay, you did this wrong. You you walked here and this was stupid. Don't do that. Right, like, right. Because I prefer the direct thing. Like, you don't need to, I would rather it not be sugarcoated. But if that's not for everybody, you know, it's, again, it's, it's a mentality difference. So with some of yours, if you're looking for a score-pushing team, you're probably not going to daintily explain why somebody <laughs> did the same thing wrong the third time you know what i mean it's like dude you yeah, should know this totally. you've been here long enough you like either you're doing it intentionally which is probably not the case um mm -hmm. or you're just not paying attention and that's 
really not helping the other 11 people who are here for that. Like, right, and as harsh as it sounds, at that point, especially in a score-pushing scenario, a player who knows what they're doing making a silly mistake is a waste of time, you know? Like, correct. Um, that, and that that's why I always try to stress with people who do want to get into in-game stuff and who sometimes run with me, I run very differently depending upon the group I go with. Yeah. Um, and the most recent one, and it's why we've kind of changed... Well, as you know, because you play on console and PC, um, you don't have logs on console. So when you show off your trifecta videos or whatever, it's mainly to prove you can do stuff other than be (laughs) like, oh, I have a look, I have this title. It's like, okay, well, did you actually get that title? Did you get carried? Did you literally buy the title? Like without the video proof of you doing it, a little more suspect (laughs) on console. Um, so, like, I don't personally care at this point about getting into groups um, too much because, again, as of styles of gameplay as of late, it's been a little divisive. I don't know if you've run into it too much between, like, the way Soul made it easier <laughs> for a lot of people. Um, yeah. And I am fine when groups don't want to do that style because it's got a pretty definitive ceiling to it but it's got a great floor so like yeah totally but then the problem comes with everybody being like oh well if you used oak and soul you didn't actually earn it and it's like okay it doesn't feed you a trifecta that's stupid um silly yes it is but if that's not what you're going for in your group and the other thing it's like okay you do kind of like if you're doing a group activity the idea is to organize your group so that they have a composition together well, if somebody wants to use Oakensoul, but the rest of the group isn't doing anything that works with that, well, okay, now you're not being the team player. Same way it's, right. if you're doing an Oakensoul setup, well, okay, you going AWOL and doing something else, dude, you're not doing any of the buffs. Like, you're you're lacking in all these things that they're not accounting for with support because right. Oakensoul would fill in for it. So it's one of those things. Um, and it's been super, super divisive in a lot of the groups. And I'm like, Bruh. like i don't give a shit if you i think oak and soul super fun but it's like that's fine so then i started you know I, I i don't know some people think i'm just trolling because we've gone through and gotten like all the trifectas with an oak and soul group now <laughs> uh for the four man stuff and like some people think that's really interesting because they didn't think they could do it before which is great because that's kind of the point like you can totally do this it's way lower totally. actions per minute um but again trying to downplay the fact that it's like well yeah just because you're using the setup that i'm using like with our group does not mean you're going to just walk in and get you know coral caretaker for example like that's not a thing like you're just straight we failed it so many times even trying to do it with that method it's like yeah for sure it's, it's not it's not that easy but posting videos recently we've thrown up some of them and my current group, since we're actually we really long term kind of friends at this point, we included our like we include our audio because a lot of trifecta videos you just get like they they overlay music, um, yeah, or or it's just the game the game volume which is really weird, um, myself included with some of those because it's like <laughs> well if nobody's sharing their voice which is fine but like you got to kind of make up for it in in a way and I with ours I was like. Maybe we should so show how literally lackadaisical we are when we do these things. Because we're just like, hey, let's shoot the shit and have some fun. We'll see if we can get a trifecta. 
And I've even had comments from these videos being like, you guys literally look like you're just trolling each other during your videos of getting trifectas at this point. I was like, <laughs> well, kind of like we're focused, but we are not, uh, not that there's scores in dungeons, but it's like, we're just trying to get people their trifectas, whether it's me for like the first time I get one or we already finished them. So now we're going back and getting any stray ones that a couple of our buddies don't have in the group. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, what, what do we care? Like we just did the dreaded, for example, again, which I like that dungeon, but I'm really over that dungeon just because <laughs> it's, it's not, I don't know. It's not buggy, but like the first time we got the trifecta, it didn't count. And oh, we don't know no. why it was granted. It was way back toward launch, but sure. like, it just didn't work. And our healer was so mad. She was yeah. like, absolutely. She's like, run it again. I was like, we're like, all right, fine. We'll fucking run it again. And we literally did it back to back runs. We did because everybody's so <laughs> pit, right? And the second one counted. So we were happy. But That's we good. were like, and we saved the video. And literally the video is almost identical. And we still have no idea why it didn't just work the first time. Yeah, like, that's so weird. It was super bizarre. But so like we just went back and did it a third time with this new group, except now I'm not tanking. I was on DPS or whatever. Um, so it was kind of like, okay, well, yeah, that's fine. We'll do it again. But like the whole time, like we're cracking jokes and stuff like that. And I've had people be like, well, this is really different than a lot of trifecta things I see. I was like, well, okay, Yes, that's true. Some people take it really aggressively. Some people have, you know, fun with it. And some people kind of like I refer to with yours is you're focused with it. But like unless somebody's like constantly screwing up, you don't get too serious. Obviously, you have things that are frustrating. You have a last second death and miss a God Slayer. Spoiler alert, that's frustrating. Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, but at the same time, like, you, you're not just berating people for the sake of berating people. Right. But if, but if you don't like that type of criticism, I also get why people don't want anything to do with that side right. of the community. Totally. That's fine. That's not a totally. big deal. So yeah, long-winded way of saying like there's a lot of ways to tackle this stuff, and I wish more people were a little more accepting of there being more options, um. Because there, this game does a really good job, which, you know, you are much more into the number crunchy side of a lot of this stuff. <laughs> um, there's a lot of ways to do stuff in this game. Like, there's there's a meta, obviously. Mathematically, this is the pinnacle of what you can do. But the requirements for stuff like trifectas aren't necessarily always that. In fact, you can get most trifectas with much much lower than the ceiling for for content for example oh yeah no Um, absolutely and and that's just it it's like and i i don't know i guess that wasn't really our goal originally but using our like oaken soul setup type of thing that we've been goofing around with recently which i actually am curious on your thoughts on pts which we'll get into in a minute um for sure um the stuff we've been doing a lot of times, like recently, it was nerfed once. It was really minimal. Um, and they're nerfing it again coming up. Um, but like, it's been interesting just for people who seem to think more or less that you can't do that stuff with anything uh, less than pinnacle DPS or whatever. Coral Caretakers, for example, is one that is pretty rough. Um and we did it, and our ceiling is 90-ish or so. Um, 
Actually, yeah, I, I think it's 90-ish is, I think our best player hits 91 on that setup, uh, which is not me. Um, I'm like 89 or something like that. So totally like not the top end DPS at all. Yet you can still accomplish this stuff, which has sort of been one of the things that we've been trying to show to a degree. The idea is just, I get why people haven't been super involved with some of this stuff, but I love the idea that maybe more of it is being expressed into the community as of late. Hopefully ESO is able to, what do you call it, uh, is able to continue on promoting this stuff for those that enjoy it. Uh, and actually, hold on one second. We actually just had his net crashed on him i think he just had yep he did but while we wait for him to get back that was that was pretty much it we're gonna get into the pts um as soon as eight comes back but you know what in the meantime this is the perfect way to do this while we are here we're gonna actually do a break oh i guess we're already a half hour going to just give our shout outs now before we dive into the other half of the show when eight's internet is back which is kind of funny because i was concerned about my internet breaking but um in the meantime i just wanted to give our usual shout out right before our quick little commercial break where um we have a couple new uh patreons to add to the list where we have uh, i i won't butcher these as bad just because i have less names to say this week so um we have looney and ryan delaney Thank you so much for um, subscribing to the Patreon. It's greatly appreciated. Helps keep the site running and everything like that. Um, and yeah, Ark, since you're in chat, we can use this as just like a little break while 8 tries to fix his net. And we will be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, and we are back. Um, eight is returned. <laughs> um, but yeah, so jumping off the QuakeCon thing, well, I guess one thing I did want to mention, uh, I guess in regards, there wasn't a lot of news that came out of QuakeCon. Like we just got the chapter update. Mm -hmm. 39 is right on the horizon, which we're about to get into talking about, but that wasn't really Quake specifically related. Um, was there anything from Quake 
that you saw that you were super interested in. The problem is when you were kind of there for a reason, it keeps your focus a little more, which sometimes people don't quite realize how hard it is to pay attention to anything except what you're preparing for at these things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, was there anything that jumped out at you uh, specifically that you saw or just kind of just got to it? Have you ever been to Texas, I guess, for that? Uh, I lived in Texas actually for a good chunk of my life. Okay. Um, all right. So, so it in, wasn't in like a totally new state. Too. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. No, not all at right. All. all right. Tell you what, the heat was insane though. I've never experienced Texas like that. Really? Oh, dude, it was crazy. It was like the feels like got all the way up to 123. Oh, God. Yeah. I, uh, Unreal. <laughs> can you imagine? Well, I can't imagine how much it costs to cool that place with that many. PCs running sweaty gamers too yeah right yeah you got sweaty gamers playing on like a thousand PCs simultaneously yeah that was probably a reasonable thing to try to deal with um (laughs) what do you call it yeah so the only thing that it kind of shadow dropped while there um they did the Quake 2 remaster which I instantly bought because I love those old (laughs) ass shooters Dude, that remaster, for anybody who cares, I know there's an Elder Scrolls thing. We'll get back to Elder Scrolls in a second. That remaster is fucking awesome. It is so good if you like those old school shooter things. It looks really good. You can play up to 16 players either against each other in co-op or whatever. Um, And the other thing about it, which is super like over the top for a remaster of something that old, it's got the base game in it. It's got the expansions in it. They have the team that machine games, they, they've done like the new Wolfensteins. They made a bunch of new levels that they just did in like Map Creator and put it in the game. And then they did the alternate version of the game that only came out on the N64 as well. All of that was jammed in there for nine bucks. <laughs> so That's crazy. Yeah, so if you like old school boomer shooters, uh, definitely recommend... <laughs> boomer shooters? <laughs> I definitely recommend um, <laughs> playing Quake 2's remaster. That shit is awesome. Um, but then back to relevant topics. <laughs> um, so, update 39 is coming in pretty soon actually um and well sooner for pc and then shortly thereafter for us console folk um have you been messing around with pts at all oh Um, yeah definitely how do you like what you've seen i've watched some of uh various various people just kind of talking about the changes um i've I have not messed too much with the PTS um, th- this time. I'm not a big PTS guy, mm-hmm. but I um, I love a lot of the new stuff that's being added with the quality of life things. Those seem very cool. Uh, big fan. Oh, yeah. I am... Well, whatever. I, I'll get to my thing after. Uh, <laughs> from your perspective, uh, how do you think it feels? Uh, you have any like things that really jump out at you? It seems like the bow has been kind of jacked up to be uh oh yeah real real efficient uh which is interesting because that hasn't really been a a a focus for a while honestly it's so that's that's an interesting twist to it i saw skinny cheeks was uh talking about that a whole lot oh yeah um it's interesting i think especially in the early weeks i was really surprised how much it felt like the dk got hit um Mm -hmm. i had on 
live parsed about 125, 126K, and on PTS, I couldn't break 118, uh, which is crazy because everyone's... And I mean, it makes sense. The only thing that sure. changed with the DK was the combustion nerf. It shouldn't have been that much. Right. But I think it was that in combination with uh, the thief nerf, in combination with the dagger nerf, just yeah. like kind of nuking the DK's crit a little bit, and I hadn't tried advancing it at the time either. Sure. Um, added up. But I had some really interesting changes... With Bo, as you mentioned, Bo is really, really competitive. Uh, but the changes with the Maelstrom Greatsword, especially recently, have made it really strong. I've heard that as well. Um, so that's, I mean, that is interesting that, that you know, that that's kind of like switching up the long standing, like really long standing best in slot of daggers like that's just been a thing for so that's kind of the thing in all of these setups i still don't think uh maybe with the exception of bow yep i don't think it's worth taking off daggers if you sure. ran bow bow you're gonna do well but i still think that uh, yeah i think for i can't think of a class where bobo is gonna be meta but yeah all where, classes sure. are gonna be really close but yep Dagger and either greatsword or dagger and staff is still probably going to be at the tippity top. Tippity top. All right. So it's it's more of like a, a high level shift, not necessarily a pinnacle shift type of thing. Sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah totally. Okay. Um, so the big thing, which I've been very kind of intrigued on, and more often than not, um, I tend to be considered on the more favorable side with Zoss. Um, but I've been very curious on like trying to understand what they're doing to a degree. Um, so they're changing staves, uh, which I guess I kind of get because back when everybody, when Oaken's soul first came out and everything like that, my response was like, Oh yeah. I was like, well, it's not meta. Like it's straight up, not outdoing two bar builds. So like, right. I, I don't really like, I don't really feel that needs to be adjusted. Like as long as a more complicated rotation yields better results, that's fine. That logically makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. um, and then they nerfed it a little bit cause they were saying it was overperforming. I'm like, okay, that doesn't, that seems sort of unnecessary, but, but sure. And it was just like the, the cooldown time on storm master match with like empower going from 80% to 70%. So it was like, not a huge nerf, but like a little one. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that's one way of doing it. I'm just surprised they don't tone down the tri-focus passive on lightning stats because that's like you're just nuking through stuff so quick that oftentimes you won't even get all the ticks of it because stuff dies like in, in a group just from like that with the heavy attack style on a lightning staff. Garbage ads are just like dead by the second tick and you haven't even finished ripping off your heavy attack. I was like, well, if they tone that down maybe instead of it being a 100% radius effect, maybe that'd be, but I was like, well, whatever. They didn't tone it down. They just sort of removed it outside yeah. the last tick, which is really pulling back the cleave on that situation. Um, right. And they've been fiddling a lot with, well, in the grand scheme of things, because we've had five weeks of PTS at this point, um, they're trying all sorts of different things. It's not even mm -hmm. like, oh, we've sort of got a, it's like the direction seems to just be, we want to change the way staffs work, not we're trying to get staffs to do this. Because at first it was like, 
I'm trying to remember the order of the way they did things. Lightning Staffs got, would they get AoE and Dots boosted instead? Yeah. Yeah. But then they took that off and gave AoE to Flame Staff, was it? Or was it Dots to Flame Staff? Dots to Flame Staff. Point being, like, they're shuffling all this shit all over the place, like, to try to kind of, like, give some benefits to both but at the same time take away what people are used to um again once we get it and mess with it that's fine um just watching people use it it doesn't look spectacular um do i think it's game breaking spoiler alert no very rarely is something so (laughs) weird in a game that it's objectively game breaking um but I'm kind of curious. I, I want to hack and I talked about this for a while <laughs> last episode. Um, and I'm curious, you know, cause hack is definitely a different style of player than you. And we overlap in some ways, but he added, he was like, Oh, well you play a different style than me as well. So this is kind of why I would like your end game, like focused perspective as mine's kind of just, I play anything they throw out. Um, this was a quality of life patch. Yeah. Why are we doing so many combat changes again? <laughs> Even if so, they're not like over it's it's no right. update 35 by any means. No, ages. definitely not. And they've been much better. I would like to reiterate that. They have done much better at the changes are much more subtle. They are not these sweeping overhauls constantly, which really burnt a lot of people out, myself included. I was just like, "No, until you settle on something, this is too much. Um, right. So it's not that by any means. However, they've got obviously what 31 pages of bug fixes, something like that. Um, tons of quality of life stuff. Awesome. Great. It seems kind of weird that they're, again, though, doing changes to combat when combat seems like it's in a perfectly fine place according to most people unless there's something i'm very unaware of like i this isn't a setup where i feel like people are everything is overpowered everything is super easy everything's a joke or we can't do every anything we're hyper nerfed and everything's garbage please fix this this just seems like everybody seemed kind of okay with like yeah combat hasn't really had any overhauls recently feels pretty decent i'm good and we're getting more combat changes again. Yeah, I think uh, at least kind of like you talked about from the from the end game perspective. In my opinion, I think that the combat changes that were made mm-hmm. were very minimal and yeah. mostly balance oriented. I definitely think that uh, the o- I think the Oaken Sork setup was such a good thing for. Endgame. I think that in its first iteration, it was probably a little bit stronger than it should be. A little bit too strong. Um, Um, Yeah, yeah, and it got toned down to a point where right now I think it's at an okay place. I think nerfing it that hard is uh, not the play, and they're going to need to readjust that in the future. But as far as the actual weapon changes go, um, I've been doing most of my parsing on an Arcanist. This obviously varies from class to class, but for example, on an Arcanist, I tried a... uh, Bow back bar, a greatsword back bar, uh, an inferno back bar, a lightning staff back bar, and then I've also tried dual stabs. Um, and all of those setups are now within one to two K DPS of each other. Okay. It's like 
complete crit RNG at this point because everything is now so close. Interesting. Um, okay. All right. So that's a whereas, good thing to hear. Interesting. Yeah. Whereas whereas last patch, it was definitely like everything kind of had its tier. Like especially on the sure. art, greatsword was kind of poo poo. Bow was okay. Inferno staff was good. Lightning was just never never use it. Right. Right. Sure. Um, Flar is going to be a relatively situ uh, similar situation, but I think what they're trying to do with the weapon changes is get all of the actual play styles that involve weapons balanced kind of the, to the point where, where classes are now, right? Like if we look back at the QuakeCon event, each of the raid comps had uh, six of the seven classes being used somewhere. Yeah, in which is really right? cool like there to were, see. Yeah, it was great. There was a like a DK and an Arc Tank or a DK and a Crow Tank. There was a Warden and uh, Arc Healer. And then you had a DK Damage Dealer, a Crow, a Plar, an Arc, a Sork, uh... And I think the only class that we didn't see in the comp was a blade. It was crazy. So like yeah. class balance at a point is in a raid comp sense at a really good spot. In a DPS sense, you could argue that warden and blades need a little bit of love. That's definitely true. But sure. They're not like unplayable in outside of sweaty score pushing scenarios, right? right. Like again. That was the sweatiest of the sweatiest people <laughs> for playing sure. the game who used five different DPS classes. Exactly. <laughs> there was something for everybody there, and that's fantastic. And I think that they're trying to get weapons to a relatively similar point. Like yeah. right now, Bobo is uh, 1 to 2k DPS off of what like a meta setup is. Yeah. Uh, dual which... wield greatsword is in the same spot. Dual wield staff is in the same spot. The only thing that's like not there right now is staff staff. So I would imagine that in the future, we might see that adjusted a little oh, bit more. Sure. But um, uh, okay. that's, that's my take on it. No, least. that's actually good to hear because that's kind of what I was curious at was like in the like super top thing. Is there it, like, is that feeling good? And it's like, so that's that's good to hear. Um, again, we share sentiment on it's just like, I, I, again, I'm very much of like, yep, balance stuff out um, when something I don't know. I, I have a problem. The big reason that I think um, other than that, I enjoy the Oaken Soul style of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. one of the things which, again, it's always the, um, the, I don't know, lowest common denominator attempt at dunking on people who, uh, use that style. I mean, people don't, I, I don't, I guess I don't care if people try to dunk on me anyways, I ain't trying to be the best, but, um, <laughs> for, for people who are like just not being allowed in groups, for example, um, or, or getting into arguments over, uh, the way people do stuff, um, the thing that I, I liked was kind of what you had mentioned as well. I liked how it opened the door for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I actually learned, I, I only played tank for years and years and years. And then I s decided, okay, well, I'll do, once they did group achievements, like I was like, okay, well, now your achievements are like profile open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as a, I was like, okay, well, now I can at least do, st I, I'm, I'm not super annoyed by filling in for people. If you just need a DPS, well, originally I was annoyed because it's like, well, bro, I'm going to get this. I, I'm an achievement whore. Like, I want it on my main thing. Like, so <laughs> now it doesn't matter because it all goes together. So I'm like, okay, I can learn to do a couple other things and filter it out. <laughs> and and right before um, update 35, I went through and I trained myself to, like, actually, like, DPS. Not top tier, but respectively enough to do trifectas. It's like I'm in the 90K sure. range, so it's like, okay, I'm getting through whatever I need to get through. Like we're going to hit speed runs and all of that stuff. That's fine. Granted it was on a plar and everybody's like, Oh, I don't want to plar in the group, but whatever people just like, <laughs> like just complain about stuff, but what, whatever the case, um, I can, um, 
so I, I got used to that. And then the Oakensoul thing came out and I was like, bruh, this is super goofy fun. Like I really enjoy this. And then it was like a lot of people really were just like doing all sorts of stuff. And my group, um, pool of players, I guess, became enormous from amount of people who wanted to run stuff because they were like, oh, I can actually do enough to do that. And then it came down to, okay, you just need to get enough reps so that you're not dying. Right. Or that, you know, you know strategies to stuff. It's fine that you're... But it bumped the base level DPS up so that people were able to do this harder stuff. And then it became... Totally. Practice of that stuff, which I loved because that's learnable um, pretty pretty easily for people who doubted what they were able to do. Um, But then a lot of people were like, oh, well, you know, once they can't use that, they'll just be dead all the time. And I'm like, well... No, because once you learn the fights, the now, is that true for some people? Yeah, I'm sure it is. But there's always a situation where something falls into some weird stereotype. The point is, most people are not going to. When you learn how to do a fight, okay, the problem comes like, well, now I know how to do the fight. I just need enough damage to do it, which seems great for a lot of these people who suddenly their damage was high enough to do it. I find it just weird, personally, that they have even mentioned like, they kept buffing these sets to make them actually get noticed. Like we weren't, people weren't noticing this at first, like when before the heavy attack style of gameplay kind of popped up. Oh yeah, totally. They kept, but the sets that you get the ability to make this from are literally base game dungeons. They, they're super simple to get. Um, there's no perfected version. They are literally just the first dungeons you can access can give you this gear. So it's really, really accessible there as well. The hardest thing to get would be the Oakensoul ring like itself. Um, so they went through all this trouble of buffing this idea, buffing this idea, buffing this idea to make it so people actually kind of catch on and realize this is a strategy. Like this is a way of play. People latch on to this way of play. And now they're changing it so people will stop using this way of play as much. And I almost, yeah. I'm really like, and, and you know, I, I've, I, a group of us when we were in San Francisco had mentioned that sometimes it seems kind of confusing and they do share stuff with us. Um, but sometimes not knowing their end point where they're going with something makes it really hard to understand why they're doing what they're doing. Right. Um, and this seemed like, to me, it was, let's make a style that's easier for accessibility. Nope, too many people are using it. Let's make it less accessible. Which I'm like, that just seems like a really long trip to get back to where you started originally it's like do, do you right. do you want people to use it or not why make it a thing to then just not make it a thing like what what was the right. point of that journey when you're not quite back to the start point but you're trending in that direction harder each patch <laughs> um right and that's kind of the thing is you know in, in the scope of balance right yeah. it should make sense that Builds that are significantly more difficult to play should do more damage, right? So as we had discussed a little bit earlier, without a doubt, I think their first iteration of it was, you know, if it was um, in Vast, for example, right? There was, yeah. like, it was usually one K score off of like the world record. It, it was essentially almost the world record version of like, right. Okay. right? Now, granted, it was kind of specific to that trial because that trial's very stack heavy. Yeah, like, totally, totally. So that's 
it wasn't like that with other trials, but that one really was like, okay, it's actually almost inefficient to not because right. you also have the durability and the easy rotation. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, why wouldn't we run this? <laughs> like it's right. And so that was a little goofy for 100%. sure, but they toned it back to, to a decent bit and what they've done in this update. It feels somewhat unintentional. It feels like they might've poked with um, a cornerstone of that specific. Maybe that's what it build, is. Yep. And it kind of nuked it a little bit. Yep. And so that's the, a lot of what we had talked about too, what they're doing now is they're not making these big sweeping changes right. with each PTS update. They're making I would like small to reiterate, tweaks here and there. I still love, please no more sweeping right. changes. Right. <laughs> so they might make a small tweak next patch or even over the course of a few patches that bring it back up a little bit, right? That's, yeah. that's what I have to imagine is probably going to happen. Yeah, which which I hope is true. Uh, Cause like I said, it's just like it, it feels at least in that, in the way that it's landing at least, or it looks like it's going to land because we are in the final week of PTS and it seems like mm-hmm. it's, it seems like this nerf is definitely coming in. Um, yeah. I, I hope it is more of like an unintentional changing something else. So then it was like, uh, well this had this bad effect and I'm sure like messing around with this, it's not like it's going to be useless by any means, but it's right. definitely taking a notable hit when things are, I don't know. It's, I try to view it as a gauge of, like, getting into something for the first time. Um, for example, like, we didn't have a, that... Now, granted, we did it the, the long way, so to speak, but we didn't have that much time with Coral Caretake. Now, granted, also, that's, like, debatably the hardest four-person trifecta in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like... Um, we didn't have that much room to spare on time when we did that trifecta with the right. Oaken Soul setup type of thing. Uh, but to that effect also, because now again, I, I would say it's like, uh, I am not the top of the top. I'm like, I'm very dedicated to the point of getting something done and I have enough skill to practice enough to get it done. With that, we tend to go with the, what's the most logical way to get there with the least struggle. So we got now it'll the, probably just be arcanists. <laughs> re, yes. We were starting to notice that uh, <laughs> we definitely started to realize that, um, it's pragmatic. It's crazy. It's wild. <laughs> um, yeah. The pragmatic is freaking wild. Um, but like with that group, we, we got two of the buffs, like two of the yeah. side bosses. Well, if you skip that, you're saving a ton of time. You know what I mean? For it's sure. like, yeah, granted those buffs are helpful toward your damage or your durability, but being good at mechanics can get you past the fact that you wasted three minutes on side bosses, for example. Totally. And when we do trifectas, we always balance what do we have for time compared to how many buffs can we grab just to make it even easier? And sometimes mm. we're like, oh, we got so much time. Let's do all three buffs. Other time, like when we were doing um, Bal Sunner, we just yeah, straight, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Easy buffs to get. Sure. Right. So. We've got, and some are useful, like, um, and, and a lot of the side bosses aren't meant to be super difficult. They're meant to just, you know, be whatever. We grabbed two of them when we just did the dreaded, but like, yeah, the, the Bal Sunner ones are really useful, but we are shit at those puzzles, like the block turning puzzles. <laughs> and we're like, we're spending too much time. Fuck the two side bot. Like we just, so we just killed the one dude, the, oh, the really awesome. fast one. Cause we're like, these would be great buffs to have. 
but we can't do them in any reasonable amount of time. So we're like, there's just no point. So for that one, we were like, screw it. No buffs. We can't be doing that. That's just a waste of time. We're too bad at this. Whereas another one, it's just like, kill these things. Okay, fine. We'll do those ones because we can just burn through it. So I like that it's kind of like a balance that they've done um, with the the side stuff. Um, I just hope that when this lands, it's not too much of a nerf overall so that people can't, like people who were on the cusp of something. Like, oh yeah, were you almost too... Uh, I don't know, temporal tempest, but this is enough that it's like, well, now our ad pulls take way too long and now we're no longer hitting time type of right. thing. Like, cause honestly, I've never run into that situation myself, but when you have a big drop in how fast you do something, sometimes yeah. you straight up need to just change your strategy outright because it's like, oh yeah, totally. This is too much time making the tanks do everything. This is too much time leaving this in the hands of the healer. Like, so that's kind of one of those things where it's just, I hope that this doesn't land too hard to discourage people right on that step of jumping into that end game thing, because that was a big problem with why everybody was yelling about update 35. Well, a lot of people were updating or yelling about update. Some people just were yelling, but, um, (laughs) but like it was those people not at the top, not that didn't give a shit about the content. It was the ones like we're almost to our hard mode clear, or we're almost to our first trifecta. Well, now we're way below it. And that's the one where it's like, ah, oh, dude, that's the worst. It's like, if you were, if you're right on that completion percentage, where does that change? Like, can you still do it? And if, you know, if you're beating something at 25 minute time trial and you're doing it in 20 minutes, this is probably not going to give you that enough of a pro. It's okay. Hey, fine. You do it in 22 minutes then. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, sure. but yeah, I just, it's that middle group that's, not the best, not the worst. They're like the middle group. I feel like they tend to get shuffled around the most when balancing. And it, I, I understand why it burns people out because all I do is for myself, I consider myself like maybe toward the higher end of that middle group. But in that middle group, I just tend to not know when to quit until I get something like that's really <laughs> the only difference. Um, but I'm glad to hear that at least parity between weapons is feeling good from that regard. Um, yeah, everything is feeling really, really good in that regard. The only, if I had a complaint in combat for this patch, it's just that Oakensill feels like it's getting nerfed a little too heavily. But I think that would be a much larger problem if the Arcanist didn't exist. Like the Arcanist has a really high floor. Um, yes. It also, in my opinion, has the highest ceiling out of any class. But the difference between the floor and the ceiling is, is huge. Yeah, in terms of skill, huge. In, in terms skill. of actual damage output, it's not. It's not terrible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally. I, from what I've seen, I agree because I'm like, I've been messing with it, and the only problem because again, also that whole class, especially with the Veilothur amulet, which, FYI, mm-hmm. if if you don't want to use the Arcanist, but dude, I love that amulet on uh, Templars. It feels oh, yeah, so good Templar. on Templars yeah, as well, awesome. which is my normal two bar style of DPS. So I'm like. <laughs> Okay, fine. I might I might drop the Oak and Soul thing for the time being, or I might stick with mm-hmm. it just to prove that it's still useful for a while, type of thing. Sure. Um, but I was like, man, I'm really liking how this feels. Like this too. Like, oh man, that that Plar feels great with that Veilothur amulet. Well, Plar's um, doing really well right now too. It's one yes. of the top classes. Yep. So I I like to hear that because um, <laughs> that's just great. Um, but 
the big thing about like, like to your point, the Arcanist feels really good. It has a couple things in its toolkit that are really, really strong. Um, mm-hmm. We filtered two in to our um, into our raid team, where just we've got two designated Arcanists, and they actually um, every time there's high damage incoming, they basically alternate who's doing that rune block or whatever the thing is whatever that skill is mm-hmm. called they basically just alternate the timing on it so that we always and i'm like our durability as a team just like skyrocket it's like bro we can like screw around at this point and like people aren't dying like what the, what kind of difference is this in like durability so those things feel really good the only thing about them that i have a problem with is i always joke that it's like such a me problem Dude, the sound effect of that beam, I space out <laughs> way too bad. Like I just like I like get mesmerized by the sound effect, and I like I fuck my rotation up so bad because I just end up like beaming off into space and I'm like, oh shit, I was doing something. <laughs> so like that that's something I need to do because like yeah, I find that class like way too ASMR or something. It's it's <laughs> it's strange. Um, what do you call it? But um. Yeah, so that's just kind of the, you know, I wanted to get your insight on the way PTS was feeling and stuff like that. So good to hear that there's some parity. Hopefully nothing's too far off. Um, and, you know, yeah. if Oakensole is overly nerfed type of thing, hopefully, you know, we do still have the next patch for the year coming up where we'll have, which I'm super excited for, whatever the hell the Endless Dungeon thing <laughs> is. Um, oh, yeah. I am really interested in that um, because a lot of the time we've joked, it's like, oh man, we wish we had two player stuff to do. Cause like originally it was, well, if there aren't four of us now, it's like, okay, well now we run a lot of trials. So it's like, okay, well now I wish it, you know, we had something smaller available <laughs> and two player would be interesting. Just grab whoever from the team happens to be looking for something to do. Um, especially when Finn accidentally leaked the name of it and, the fact that there's the class items like there's a lot of information i want to hear about um from q4 this year to see how it's ending and you know that gives them time to fix anything that might be off um i guess for the sake of uh kind of jumping to our last portion um tales and stuff what have you been up to in game have you uh i was gonna say i know you run a comical amount of prog teams. Uh, <laughs> it's unreal. But it's unreal uh, right now. It's yeah, you got it crazier any, since we last I, spoke. Right. I was gonna say. So what have you? What have you been up to in game? Um, you know, I, I know you run a lot of stuff, and not even just the same stuff. You run a lot of like sometimes just the amount of different progs you run on a night. I'm just like the fuck like that <laughs> like what i don't even understand like dude how do you remember that many mechanics simultaneously but um yeah so what what have you been up to as of late prog wise or just gameplay wise i mean you mentioned pts but anything <laughs> on the live servers and stuff uh yeah so i run <laughs> i run now four teams of my own uh <laughs> of one of them is do. doing <laughs> one of them's doing mindmender one of them's doing swash one of them's doing planesbreaker um, and then the other team is a really sweaty PC team that I'm starting. Okay. Uh, of kind of console transfers. Uh, oh, okay. So we did a run on PTS to get some people who had never gotten the chance to see logs, logs because people don't have gear sure. and all that, obviously. And it was funny. We, we weren't full, and it's hard to fill PTS runs. So we were like, screw it. We'll just 10-man it. 
Okay. We were running God Slayer and we were doing like better God Slayer burns than some of my console teams with 10 players. Ouch. It was, uh, and, and it's no, it's no shot to, to the teams. The teams had good damage. It's just that team's damage is out of Outrageous. this world right yeah. now. So I'm, I'm really excited about that group. We're going to, uh, only running once a week to kind of like farm gear and get people acclimated to PC slowly, but sure. surely type of thing, but it's going to be good when it gets going. Uh, and I'm on a another console mind mender team on console that's gotten 27 bit this far. Oh wow, nice! And a team on PC that just got 14 bit last night, actually. Very nice. That's solid yeah. progress. But six days a week of rating is a little much at the moment. That is aggressive AF, dude. Like that's a lot. That is a lot. So what? Is, so six days? What you, I assume there are two hour runs for each yeah. of the teams. Yeah, so I raid for, I got to think about this. I raid for eight hours on Sunday. I raid for six hours Monday, Tuesday. And then I raid for, wait. Yeah, and then I raid for four hours Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. (laughs) And people say this game has no content. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a bit much even for me, honestly. Like, don't get me wrong, I love I love doing it, but it's it's starting to weigh a little bit. No, that's 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 again. It's one of those things. Just because you enjoy something, sometimes it's like, okay, that's too much of a good thing. Oh Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of a good thing. After we finished, um, I forget which. Well, I guess the two new ones because we got. Coral Caretaker right after the two dungeons had dropped, the two newest ones. Um, and then we like we just kind of were like, all right, let's just go all in. Let's get these last two. And mm-hmm. granted, we weren't running that much type of thing, but like a four-player team, like, you know, whatever. I, we were running like two to three times a week just with that group mm-hmm. on dungeons, which are much quicker when you're going for speed runs. Like that's like 20, 20 minutes, you know, 25 minutes or whatever it is, sure. 20 minutes. So it's like, okay, well, in a two-hour session, if you don't get it, that's a lot of clears of that dungeon. <laughs> um, so, like, we would kind of, like, goof around with that. But then, like, once we got that, and it was, like, me and one of the other DPSs who have been, like, together the longest in the group, we were like, okay, I got to kind of, like, we're not going to just bail on you guys because we want to go back and retroactively get any of the ones that we already mm-hmm. had. But they were like, once we formed this team, we went through and I think we did 10 trifectas in like, I don't know, two months or something like that. <laughs> we just were like, okay, we nobody has this. Nobody has this. And we just like hammered them out. Oh, but yeah. we were like, okay, I can't be running six hours of dungeons a week. And then <laughs> like doing whatever trials I'm in, plus, you know, going to work, plus actually seeing my wife, like, like, <laughs> I, the, not going to work like that. So we were like, all right, we got to, we got to tone it back. Like maybe we'll, we'll ease off oh, yeah. that. Um, so like, I, t- I totally understand that. It's like, it's fun and it's, but it can be again, draining. Like, it's just, that's a, what it's so weird to think about, like <laughs> that doing something that requires that much focus is like mentally exhausting, like to yeah. a degree, which sounds super weird to me, but like, it's like a mental sport instead of a physical sport. Like, you know, I used to play football all the time. Yeah, okay, after we played a game or practice, I was exhausted. But, like, whatever. Like, I could just space out. This, it's like, I need to space out because my brain is fried. Like, I'm trying to remember to where spawns are. And, like, okay, yeah. well, what's the order we pull this in? And, like, we've been goofing around with doing Unchained at the moment type of thing because I have just the worst luck in there. And I don't, 
understand how I don't have Unchained, but like it's the only <laughs> four player thing I still need. And it's like I've been with so many groups and we always get within a couple deaths of getting it or occasionally a death of getting it. <laughs> and then the group ends up falling apart. And I'm like, yeah. so like, so we're, this group, since we went through, got all the dungeons, we're like, well, maybe we do Unchained. Like, so everybody's like, all right, we'll fucking do Unchained. So we just started that last night. It was nice. the first time we ran it. Um, we got straight to Arena 4 with like, one death or two deaths or something like that which was which is really good for a day one thing oh yeah um but again none of us are new to it like to begin with so that helps we've also run literally every other trifecta together so it's like we're used to how each other runs but the problem was which you would think getting to arena four and past the dreaded arena four part two uh stage two where it's like the heavy knight comes out and then the battle mage starts and then both the flame things show up at the same time. Oh, That's the yeah. one that fucks up so many runs just because it's so much stress on the tank to do. So we were like, well, he'll do the two big things. Me and the other DPS, we're so used to this. We're going to run. Well, there's three DPS. We're not using a healer, but that's because it's black rose. Um, <laughs> so we would just like, okay, we'll just me and the other run off and we just kill the flame persons while the other DPS wails on the boss. Like, so, so we tried that strategy worked super well. Problem was our runs didn't really go great past that point because for whatever reason, and I will stand by the fact that it's like ESO performance wise in my experience recently has been running excellent. Um, I've really had very few issues. I I've been very impressed uh, with a lot of the stuff and that's why I'm hopeful for the bug fixes as well um, to, to stabilize stuff more. But whatever the hell was happening, maybe it was my ISP, but we were all kind of having issues with it. The performance was one of the worst things I've ever seen last night. It was like <laughs> unfathomably bad. And I was tempted to actually like save the clips and just make like a derpy ass YouTube thing. And I'm like, you know what? No, this just looks like I'm being mean because these are so dumb. There was one with the Wamasu's little lightning things that come out. I stepped to the side, watched it go by because it's zero threat. It's moving so slowly type of thing. I get halfway through my rotation and the thing has reached the door. It says it hits me and one shots me. And I'm like, I don't even, how do I even gauge what is happening? If that's what the game thinks I just died to. Cause at first yeah, I was like, Oh, crazy. what did I get heavy attacked or something? Like I'm thinking like, Oh, I must've missed a taking aim or something. And it was like the sure. Wamasu thing. I was like, well, a Wamasu thing, like what the hell out of anything <laughs> that wasn't what I assumed. So whatever, we had another one where we couldn't get the ghosts in the final phase. They just, I couldn't pick them up. So oh. that that didn't go great. Um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't great. Um, kind of necessary for that to go great. It, it is. Um, and, and I know there's the thing where like supposedly if you have trouble picking them up, don't sprint. Sometimes it, it freaks it out. So you like walk. And I was just like literally humping this ghost and just like nothing <laughs> was happening. I'm like, all right, well, I guess we die. Um, and then the falling run, it ran perfectly, but it threw four of our vitality in the trash because it killed us. So it's like, it was one of those type of nights, which honestly, it's been a long time since I've had one. So I got frustrated, but it wasn't that frustrating because it was like, well, it's our first night. If anything's going to go wrong, I'd rather it be when we're just getting a feel for the place as a team rather sure. than we've got it on farm mode. Um, and then the only other thing I've really kind of been up to, and I, had, I, again, you've kind of been like my behind the scenes go-to for my, uh, you, <laughs> I shoot stuff to you or Nephis, um, on, 
hey, what do you think about this? And I was just discussing Dawnbringer with you a little while ago, but like mm -hmm. I asked you originally about some of the comp design for a TTT prog, um, which shout out to uh, my team. They are doing fantastic. We actually only run once a week, so it is super like casual. Um, and we had a whole bunch of roster problems uh, for IRL oh, yeah. and all sorts of stuff, which totally happens. As of last week, this was the third, second time we had a full roster of the new roster so it's our second wow. second group with this second poll i actually was away the previous week so like they had like i think eight people or whatever and they just did some casual reps for stuff um and people filled in for each other so as a full team this was our second session together and we had two polls where basically we are at 35 of 36 already which is super awesome i i and again it's one of those things where yeah, that's frustrating that we didn't get it, but that one much, good run. exactly at this point, it's literally just, we just need that run. It's not mm -hmm. practicing anything anymore. It's just getting everything to align because again, right. you can attest to the fact that people always see our runs that we post of trifecta videos. Oh, here's my God Slayer. Here's my, you know, whatever Griffin heart you don't see the 50 hundred runs that look like absolute trash. <laughs> Everybody just sees the one that works and is like, Oh yeah, they make that look easy. It's like, well, yeah. Cause we made it look as hard as possible for the past like <laughs> three months. <laughs> like, bro, it's so funny. Like God Slayer. A lot of people, uh, the team that I have in mind, Mender now we finished God Slayer about a month ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had just kind of realized once that was done that I have been, in that trial since the end of 2020, just on different teams over and over and over. Oh, it was no. up until about a month ago that I've finally been freed from Unspire. Dear. But I mean, I'll tell you why. Nobody knows that place like I do. Man. I, it's crazy. Yeah. Holy. God, that's horrific. I sort of feel like that's me with Unchained, like in Black Rose, because yeah. like. I feel bad because if somebody doesn't have their Black Rose clear, I'm always like, yeah, sure, we can run a Black Rose. No big deal. We'll get you your skin. Mm -hmm. We'll get you your first clear. But um, what do you call it? <laughs> um, what do you call it? So I, I do get it because, like, I always joke, like, when we go into Black Rose, um, I'm always like, yeah, does anybody need any weapons? Because my sticker book would be full, like, 44 times over at this point. <laughs> like, I am so, like... Which is also weird because, honestly, I don't even like Black Rose that much. It's just a stack and burn fest. So I'm kind of uh, like, I've never been a big fan. I know some people absolutely love that place. And I'm just like, I would much rather do like any dungeon in the game. I think they're so much <laughs> more dynamic. Whereas like the arena, I'm like, yeah, no, I, I get the appeal of it, but it's just not for me. But it's like that stupid white whale that I'm just like, oh, my God, like how many runs are we going to get 23 of 24 Vital yeah. before I get this stupid thing? So, you know, whatever. But it's again, it's like sort of like a thing where I'm just like, I don't even think about where things are spawning. I'm just like instinctively throwing dots where they're spawning. Oh, yeah. One thing, though, that I noticed because I hadn't tanked it in a while, I have been just DPSing it as of the last couple of months. Dude, that place, I had never, in our old progs, had never run it with Soft Taunt being an active thing. Oh, yeah, that's huge. Holy crap, that is a different experience. It's such a big difference You can spin in a circle just chucking chains and everything's and just like... Have everything, yeah, uh, it's so good. And it was so funny because, like, 
I, I just did a casual run. We weren't, I think we were trying to do the uh, thrilling trifecta where you have to kill the three bosses within 20 seconds or whatever, mm-hmm. something like that. And we, we duffed it with like 4,000 hit points left. It was so oh. awkward. She got two colossi at the same time. And so oh, she was no. immune to damage. And we we're like, God, no. Yeah, we screwed it up. Uh, so we're going to go <laughs> back and do it. But while we were going up to there, I was like, oh, I haven't tanked it in forever. I'll tank it. That's fine. And while I was doing it, I was like, I don't want to like demean how like this place is very challenging until you get used to it. But I was like, this literally feels easy compared to what I remember because resource management sucked because it was like chain puncture, chain puncture, chain puncture, or you're trying to range everything appropriately and then like use the the warden frost gate thing to pull it in. And it's like, it's, it's a different place when you just have soft taunts. So oh, yeah. holy shit, am I glad they brought back soft taunts. I didn't even realize how much I appreciated Huge. it. Oh my God, it's so great. But um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I know you've got a, spoiler alert, you've got a trial coming up. Yeah, uh, crazy. <laughs> weird. Got a few weird. of them tonight. Um, but yeah, so if people want to check out your stuff, um, where can they find you? I mean, you're pretty, you're pretty out there at this point. I was going to say you've been... Uh, been accomplishing some stuff even on the bethesda channel with quakecon and stuff so yeah if people want to check you out and they hadn't from the last time you joined where would they find you yeah uh find me on twitch twitch.tv slash a puppies uh e-i-g-h-1 underscore uh same thing on youtube same thing on twitter the platforms i'm the most active on we actually have a uh one of those eso esports events coming up this friday at 11 p.m eastern and i think Finn's going to be there for that one as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I'm actually hoping. So I have a, uh, I have a draft uh, for the football season coming oh, yeah. up for anybody who cares. So I have one. Uh, so I think what I'm going to be actually be doing, because I, I had heard about that potentially being Friday. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to have like a football draft and watching people play <laughs> a video game in competition at the same time. This is like ultimate nerd central and playing <laughs> football D and D at the same time as I'm watching a video football D and D. So good. But um, yeah, no, I uh, super appreciate you joining again. Um, I, again, I really appreciated you joining last time right after you're kind of like, we got into the whole dissertation thing about the changes <laughs> and, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, no, I'm really glad to have you join again. We had planned on this when we got to meet in Vegas, so I'm glad that it actually got to be a thing. Uh, really glad okay. to see you on the stream team as well. I think you're a fantastic member to add to that because you... Thank you very much. Give another... Again, I love the diversity that they keep adding to it where there's all sorts of different play styles represented. And I'm glad to kind of see them going into like, hey, yeah, for those of you like the harder stuff here's another avenue for it and somebody who teaches as well as just like to actually do it um and personally just uh before we close up i do recommend to anybody who uh might be looking to check out eight puppies your youtube video specifically related to build guides are fantastic the only thing make sure you can sit down and actually watch this like you're watching like a like a video of a class because these are like really really in depth like 40 minutes is short for one of these things for the most part (laughs) um but to your credit it's more than just use this skill because i say so like 
you explain why they are, you give alternatives, something that Skinny does a lot. I love the fact that both of you have kind of taken that way of doing stuff where you explain why, because then if something doesn't work specifically for you, you give alternatives and explain why those are alternatives. So people can mix and match and kind of make the thing that works for them. Because just because something is technically meta, if you can't keep the uptimes or the rotation the same way that some of the best players in the world do, it doesn't work the same. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid to modify it a little bit to make it work for you. Spoiler, I base my builds on you two rather than actually <laughs> use what you do because I'm not nearly as fucking precise when I do stuff. So yeah, I definitely I do. That. Yeah, no, I recommend your videos a lot. I actually feel like um, in terms of like, I mean, you've got a decent size YouTube, but I, I actually feel that your YouTube's a little underrated on what you're able to teach in regards to getting into endgame. So definitely wanted to give that a uh, an extra like plug just since I use it as well. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, I'm glad to say that um, I, I'm we had no real technical issues on my end. So either that <laughs> was totally blind luck or I think I figured out maybe the problem with all of my stuff, which is really frustrating that I didn't try this originally. Um, but if I you listen to the, the problems for you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're listening to the recorded version, which I know many of you do, uh, you won't have any idea what I'm referring to. Um, but I might be able to stream more if it's actually under control because I don't like spending nice. all my game time trying to fix technical problems. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, I uh, if you're looking to follow me, it's very easy. I'm Lotus of Doom pretty much anywhere. Um, I have no schedule to anything I do. It's just there when I have time for it. And then I just post it to YouTube if it's worth saving or sometimes even if it's not worth saving, but people get amusement <laughs> out of it. Um <laughs> As for uh, as for the show itself, you can follow everything we do over at Tales of Tamriel podcast. Um, there you can find or Tales of Tamriel podcast dot com. Help if I actually gave a link to it. Um, there you can find links to all of the social media and content that we produce. Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash the UESP if you want to help support the show and earn awesome Elder Scrolls themes rewards. You can also consider leaving us a five-star review on either iTunes or Spotify. Um, if you leave something on iTunes with words, we will eventually be able to get the get the app to update and we can shout you out. Um, otherwise, we just kind of don't know who leaves what, but we always appreciate all the reviews. Um, as of late, actually, we have had a slew of five-star reviews on Spotify. So thank you, everybody, for that. It is greatly appreciated. It helps more people find us. Um, you can, uh, oh, also, the other thing that I would be remiss to shout out, um, as for our 1 million audio download giveaway that I just did, uh, where both shows, both The Elder Scrolls Lurecast and Tales of Tamriel here, um, we hit a million total downloads, well, actually substantially, yeah, it, which we didn't, I, I feel bad, we missed the milestone by like five months, um, <laughs> because I don't check analytics enough, but it was very, very humbling that so many of you have enjoyed both this show and the other show. Um, and we did draw a winner of the $100 Bethesda gift card giveaway. It was Scoots, who is a long, long, long-standing member of the community. So congrats, Scoots. Uh, I, I'm glad you uh, tested it out. You mentioned it. It worked fine, so I'm glad to hear that. Um, but as a, another little giveaway, so to speak... Um, <clears throat> Stay tuned. Um, 
if we can get to 200 uh, reviews for this show specifically, five-star reviews would be ideal. But um, if we can get to 200 reviews on Spotify, we are actually at like 190 already. Um, I've got something else planned, which I will uh, announce next time. I just got to finalize to make sure I can actually get it to you because I don't want to promise anything I can't give you. But uh, yeah, so more incentive to leave us great reviews if you get a chance. Um, I, I always appreciate it. We'll try to do some fun giveaways and stuff like that. It's just kind of a thank you. Um, but otherwise, um, just a general thank you for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed. Um, and yeah, I guess, you know, that will close stuff up until next time. And um, yeah, have a great one. We will see you in Tamriel. Bye, everybody. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark, down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone. To Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the end Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the end